from high volume Bilash recordings, we'd like you to listen to one of our other shows, Musings, Wool Gatherings, and Night World of Podcasts will be back next Friday. In the meantime, enjoy our other show. Thank you. From HVBR, High Volume Belash Recordings, welcome to Musings, Wool Gatherings, and Episode 20, Bastard Scum. I'm the son of a taxi driver. That taxi driver adjusted to his world. That taxi driver became an Uber driver. This Uber driver is the son of a lawyer. That lawyer became a law minister, then rose to become a Supreme Court justice in East Pakistan. Grandfather, my dada, ascended. He realized success. Abu, one of the Bengali labels for pop, an appellation adapted and employed by his offspring, my brother and me, Abu, an appellation designated to him from himself, migrated to America. Eventually, he ascended and realized U.S. citizenship, hand to mouth. I'd guess that is what our immediate family was. The limited reach of the American other, the off to the side occupants of an unfair, unequal, and shared nation had a hold of my family, but I, we felt more. We felt more because we were told that we were more. And as our family progressed with time, Abu reminded us that we were more. The general narrative of the American other is one of adjustments, adapting my grandfather's, my dada's story to soothe my reality is how I adjusted. Yeah, Abu drives a cab, but dada was a Supreme Court justice. December 2013, the flight that hauled our family to Dhaka, Bangladesh, was taxiing on the runway of Hazrat Shah Jalal International Airport for an inordinate amount of time. That was fine by me. I assigned that time to preparation. Easing my nerves, readying myself for a reunion with my greater family, I adjusted myself, my mindset, to adopt the status my dada earned for himself. No hand-to-mouth here in Dhaka, no. The life my dada was able to achieve, to reach, I was able to feel, to enjoy. Abu drove for a living in America, in Bangladesh. He, we, had a chauffeur. Our entire family was in Dhaka for Nori, my older cousin's wedding. One evening, our entire clan and guests were gathered in my uncle's in Bangladesh Chacha's apartment in a building built on the land my dada realized. 
The room was vibrant. Life was being lived. It was great. Then dinner was served. And as dinner was being served, Minnie, the daughter of one of the buas, a Bangla word for servant, began to cry. Minnie was four years old. And she was a lively and sharp child, a truly spirited kid whom my dadu, my grandmother, and the rest of the family took a liking to. Minnie was crying because she wanted to eat in the living room alongside the rest of the crowd and did not understand why she couldn't. Minnie, the boy's daughter, hung around our family. She was treated as an extended family member. While her mother was doing household work, Minnie would spend her time with us and she just existed alongside us. Every time we go to Bangladesh, we bring back gifts, goodies, treats for our cousins and other family members. And after a day of recovery from the flight, we put packages together and we give it to everybody. And because my dadu, my grandmother, told me to be mindful of Minnie, that she's mingling with our younger cousins and, you know, treat her equally, we also made a package and gave it to her so she didn't feel left out. So this is the stage that is set. Minnie was one of us, at least in our greater immediate family, the family of my grandmother and everybody under her. Back to the party. Dinner was being served and Minnie, the servant's daughter, was served the same food that we were served, but she began to cry because she wanted to eat with the other children, my cousin. And there was a barrier to that. She was supposed to eat in a separate room, but she could not understand why. And so we began talking and it didn't get heated, but I felt myself becoming aggressive. I thought she should eat in the side room. And then my older brother, my cousin Ishrak, someone who's very close to me and dear to me, checked me. He told me, hey, what are you doing? She's just a towel. She doesn't understand the differences between class distinctions. And then, upon hearing that, I felt like scum, like a bastard, knowing and living my own truth, knowing my own class status in America of what I definitely am and what I'm not. Here I am fighting to enjoy privilege, what seems now to be false privilege privilege that my grandfather owed that was bestowed upon him because of the things that he achieved but those achievements they're not inherited maybe the physical things are but not the actual actions that got him there or the work that got him there and here I am playing make-believe living in an escape world fighting 
to claim what I never had in America, but I can touch and live and realize in Bangladesh.